Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the Inner Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, and if you are a new or a returning listener, thank you for being here. I'm super grateful. And I'm really excited for today's episode because it's been a while since we've chatted. We're going to be just me and you. We're going to do a little solo episode. And I also wanted to start out by saying happy astrological new year. This week we started Aries season and also had an Aries new moon and the spring equinox. And I personally really feel like there is a change in the energy, a change in the air. And also, on the day that this episode goes live, another big astrological event is happening, which is Pluto is entering Aquarius. And Pluto has been in Capricorn for a really, really long time. The last time Pluto was in Aquarius was in 1777. Just so you can have an idea, that was when like the American and the French revolutions were happening. And so this is a big thing. Like It's probably the most significant transit of the year. And... Aquarius is all about humanitarianism, technology, social movement, our identity, our group mentality. So that's some of the themes that are going to be transforming in our lives. And I think this has a lot to do with our relationship to technology because in the last few years, technology has become such a prominent part of our lives. And I think that this specific transit is going to be all about that. But even more strongly, what I'm feeling currently is this new astrological year starting. I feel like the beginning of 2023 was kind of slow. And also, just in general, most years start with all of this kind of talk about like new year, new me, new habits, etc, etc. But technically, energetically, it's not the end of the year. And the spring is what marks the new energetic new year. And so this is a really good time to be setting intentions and to be really embracing taking action and being bold and being yourself and kind of saying no to what doesn't resonate and saying yes to what does and just allowing yourself to be unapologetically yourself and really following the beat of your own drum and that's what Aries energy is all about it's all about taking action connecting to ourselves staying true to who we are and strengthening our sense of self. So anyway, that's a little astrological update and I'm personally really feeling this energy. I was really kind of in a funk in the beginning of the year energetically. I was kind of unmotivated and I feel like a lot of that has shifted for me and I don't know if you resonate or if you don't feel that at all, but overall that's what I'm feeling currently and In terms of life updates, I just got back from a trip to Europe and it was such a good trip and I have so many updates to share with you guys, which I'm really excited about. So it was my first trip to Europe since basically lockdown because the last time that I was in Europe was during my abroad program when I was studying abroad in Milan 
that was in the beginning of 2020 and since then i had not left the country to go to europe and so i was really excited for it i traveled with pedro who is my boyfriend and we had never traveled to europe together so it was our first couple's trip there that was really really special and we went to lisbon and some nearby cities near lisbon and then also went to madrid and i absolutely love lisbon like it was so so fun and it was just really good for us to get out of the city have some quality time together because the beginning of the year we were moving apartments and there was just like so much chaos going on and i feel like i was getting really affected by that and also by the weather and just like seasonal depression kind of and so kind of breaking my routine for me was really really special and really needed i realized during the trip as well and i also just hadn't traveled that much aside from going to brazil during the holidays for like fun last year i traveled a lot i went to a bunch of different places in the beginning of 2022 but they were always really short trips or they were for work or i don't know there was just too much travel all at once so i wasn't even really enjoying them as much because i was kind of always getting out of routine i was always tired and this trip specifically felt different because it was a much needed break and overall i really enjoyed it we ate so well like the food in lisbon you guys if you've never been I think it's one of the best cities of like culinary style like there's so many good restaurants and also just like traditional portuguese food is so good the wine is so good and we stayed in lisbon for a few of the days and then we also went to two nearby cities one is called cascais which is kind of this like beach town and we also drove to like this viewpoint to watch the sunset that day and it was so gorgeous and then we went to sintra also which is a little bit more inward it's kind of like foresty vibes like almost feels like you're in game of thrones and we went to go see this big like castle slash palace and there was this really nice like forest that we walked through so it was just really great and the day that this episode airs i will have my lisbon travel vlog up on my youtube as well so you can go watch that if you're interested in just following along the trip and kind of seeing what it was like because it was honestly really awesome and then we went to Madrid and we were only in Madrid for three days, but it was actually a very eventful weekend because I got engaged. <laughs> so Pedro is actually my fiance now. He's not only my boyfriend, he's my boyfriend and fiance, which is so exciting. Basically, we went on a picnic on Sunday afternoon at the park in Madrid, which is called Parque del Retiro. And we... We're just picnicking and it was such a beautiful picnic we found this little alcove in the like grassy areas of the park and it was in front of the crystal palace and pedro planned the whole thing he was like we need a picnic basket and he like went all over madrid looking for a picnic basket because he wanted to make it so cute and romantic and then he pulled out the ring and he proposed and of course i said yes so I'm still processing it all. I mean, it's only been a few days since I'm officially engaged and a bride-to-be. And there's so much that goes into the process of planning a wedding. So I'm just feeling excited for this new chapter of life and of love and just of growth. And it was so funny because it was like literally the first day of spring, the first day of every season. It's like 
I'm engaged. New chapter, new energy, like entering the astrological new year with a bang. And so just really happy about all of that. Really excited. I received so many amazing messages from you guys on Instagram, from my family and friends, and I felt so loved. I was talking to another one of my friends who was engaged and we were talking about how it almost feels like your birthday the day that you get engaged because you get so many messages at once and they're all so beautiful and thoughtful and loving and kind and I really soaked it all up. And just a little side note about that, I was scrolling on TikTok a few days ago and this one TikTok popped up that was really awesome and kind of caught my attention. And what she was talking about is how life at some point gets good, right? Things start getting good, especially if you're going through a rougher period of life. Things do get good. And when they do, one of the most important things you have to do for yourself is allow yourself to actually soak up the good, right? You have to actually tell yourself, like, I am worthy of this good in my life because if you don't believe that you are worthy of it, you're going to repel it or you're going to self-sabotage. You're going to push it away. And so it's really important to reinforce yourself that you deserve good things. You deserve good things to happen to you. You deserve positivity. You deserve abundance. You deserve all of that to move through you. So that was one thing she shared. And then she also was talking about how at the same time, it's really important in good times and also in bad times just to practice non-attachment to not like get so attached and try to hold on for dear life to whatever good thing is happening to you because that might block something even better from coming or even more things from coming and it's really important to be in this surrendered state especially in the good times so i just found that was a really aligned message that came through for me that i thought i'd share with you whether you're going through also a really exciting period of life or you're not going through an exciting period of your life, just know that you deserve good things and continue reaffirming to yourself that worth and that you deserve it. So those are my life updates. And so because I've been traveling, I wanted to focus today's episode on the importance of letting yourself enjoy and try new things and be in the moment and not restrict when you're out of routine. For example, when you're traveling. And I am speaking on this topic as someone who has struggled with her relationship with food, with my body. And because of that, this is something that I had to work through throughout the trip because recovery is so nonlinear and there are always little triggers that come up throughout recovery. And so I was very aware of my triggers this time and I felt really empowered in the way that I navigated them. And so that's what I want to dive into today. And if you're someone who feels really attached to your routine and has a really hard time breaking out of routine or who struggles with your relationship to food and labels and restrictions and guilt and shame and self-judgment, when you're traveling or when you're not working out as much or when you're eating a little bit different than usual, this episode will definitely resonate with you. And so with that said, let's dive into it and let's get growing. So to start out, let's just face it, right? When we travel and get out of routine, that can often trigger a lot of anxiety and a lot of overthinking because you're not in your usual space. You're not in your usual, maybe even time zone. You're not in your usual routine at all. And a lot of the times, if you are someone who enjoys routine, 
this can be very destabilizing and overall uncomfortable. And I think that when we are traveling, especially in recovery from our relationship to food, this is a big thing, right? And so I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience in the past versus this time around and what I noticed were the biggest differences in how I approached traveling. So I've been thinking a lot about the summer of 2017. That was when I was in like my peak eating disorder. I remember I had just graduated from high school and before I went to college, I went on a trip with my parents to Europe. Actually, we went to Italy. So we went to Milan. I think we went to Venice and then we did a cruise and we might have gone to one more place after the cruise. Where was it? I can't remember, but I think we went to one more place after the cruise. But anyway, I remember that we were in this trip and my parents and my brother would be in the cruise, like going through the restaurants and the dining halls and the cruise ship and all of this. And they were actually like enjoying the food or we were like in Italy and they were getting pizza and they were getting pasta and they were getting the bread and they were eating ice cream. And I was so deep in my ed that i just remember i would not allow myself any of those experiences like i was like okay i'll have the fish and the grilled veggies or i would have maybe like one scoop of ice cream and then i would feel so guilty the whole rest of the day or i would like go on the cruise ship and like go do the elliptical and like try to sweat it off and my relationship with food was so disempowered at that time in my life that i just remember how much mental space I expended on worrying about what I was eating on all of that. And also I felt like resentful and like sad that I was watching my family like eat these foods and enjoy themselves. And I wanted to do that so badly, but I didn't let myself do it. Like I did not have that foundation of self-love and of freedom and of joy to let myself live my life in that way. And that was really hard for me. I remember I struggled with it mentally, even though in the pictures, like everything looked great and everything looked so pretty. Deep down, I just remember how much of my thoughts were spent on those things. Fast forward to 2023. So how many years? Like six years after that trip, I went on this trip this last like 10 days and I let myself enjoy every single second of it. There was no moment in this trip where I did not allow myself to eat something that I wanted. And I went into this trip being very aware of the fact that I was going to be out of my routine. I was not going to have a kitchen. I was not going to be cooking. I was not going to be maybe even working out that much. And I went into this trip with the intention of I'm going to enjoy it so thoroughly and I'm not going to allow myself to feel guilty. Like I just told myself this and I stood by it the entire trip. Now that took work and there were moments throughout the trip where I was definitely a little bit like triggered by my old disordered eating voice and I'll give a few examples like I remember being on the plane and when you're on a travel day there is a lot that goes into it. First of all you go onto an airport where you have no control over the food that's going to be there and airplane food isn't the most like healthy or nourishing or even like filling and sometimes airports don't have a lot of options either that's first thing second thing 
you don't get much sleep so that definitely affects your appetite and your overall like body and energy levels and all of that and you're also like sitting for hours on end like you're not really moving your body so for someone who is recovering in their relationship to food in their body and who has maybe struggled with an ed before or with disordered eating that can be very triggering right a lot of guilt and shame and self-judgment can come up if you are not moving your body and you're just kind of like sitting down for hours or you might end up eating more times in smaller increments or just eating random foods that you normally don't eat or you know because you're jet lagged or because of anything like that you just like eat more times in a day and you're not working out and overcompensating for the food you're eating and i'm saying this in quotations like there's so many different little things that your brain might be telling you like little annoying lies almost that your brain is telling you about what you're not allowed to do what you should feel ashamed for what you should feel guilty for etc 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 and for me like actually airports sometimes can be a very triggering place i'm saying this because those thoughts sometimes would come up for me but this time around i was so aware of that disordered eating voice i noticed it i was like damn like that little voice in my head is mean. Like that little voice in my head is bugging me right now. And it's trying to make me feel so guilty and so shameful for literally just having a human experience. Like here I am going to Europe in a plane on my way there. And here is this little voice in my head making me feel bad because I'm like sitting in an airplane or making me feel bad because like I didn't have my like four meals in the day. Like I was so aware of that. And I notice how my higher self's voice like my recovered self's voice came through for me and spoke louder and was there for me and i chose to let that voice be louder and i also think in general like i am someone who enjoys taking care of my body and my health like i'm a health coach i studied holistic health like i understand the principles of holistic health and I understand the importance of quality nutrition, right? Like eating nutritious food, eating whole foods, all of that. And normally, like in my day-to-day, that's how I eat, right? Like I will take care of myself, but I also live in balance. I'll allow myself to go out to a meal and to, you know, have fun and have drinks with my friends when I want to and have dessert when I want to. Like I allow space for that balance in my life and I don't feel bad for it when I do it. But in a vacation, like when I'm in Lisbon, I'm going to want to try like all the baked goods that they have. I'm going to want to allow myself to drink the red wine or split a bottle with Pedro or try the traditional dishes that have potatoes and they have eggs and they have blah, blah, blah. Like I want to have all those experiences. I want to live a full life. I want to live a big life. I want to make memories. I want to be in the moment and allow myself to actually say yes to things. And that is a mindset that I carried through this trip. So if I went to a bakery in the middle of Lisbon that had all these like fried pastries with like cream and sugar and eggs and gluten and all these little like fried dough kind of snacks with like chicken and meat, like I wanted to try all of it. Because one, I've tried it before and it's delicious. And of course, I wanted to have it again. And two, again, making memories, having fun, enjoying my life, enjoying my time with my fiance slash boyfriend. Like I wanted to have those experiences 
much, much more than I wanted to be in a smaller body or much more than I wanted to have a sense of control over my food, which if I had followed that disordered eating voice, one, I would have felt so much more in my head. I would have also felt way worse throughout the entire trip because I would just be like denying myself fun and experiences and memories. And also, if I had followed that disordered eating voice, I would have also made the trip a lot harder on both of us because when you restrict yourself and restrict what you are allowed to eat or not based on some diet culture mindset that has gone inside of your brain, like when you let that permeate so much that that is what's guiding your actions, there's a lot that you can't do. And therefore, that makes it way more complicated for you to find a place to eat, for you to find restaurants, for you to figure out where you're going to go next. But when you're allowing yourself to live in freedom and to live in flow and to do what feels good and to also be present and work with what you have, then that's so much easier and so much better and so much more fun. So that's something that I really embodied in this trip. And then the last thing as well that I think is really important to mention When you get out of routine, a lot of the times when people get out of routine, let's say you travel and you let yourself like experience all the things, but then you get home and you go back and you say, hmm, now I need to compensate for all of those days that I went like ham on what I was eating. So let me restrict for like two weeks. Let me go and like work out for two hours a day. Let me go, go crazy restricting and go on this yo-yo right go on this other extreme of deep restriction when you get back to your home or to your city or to your apartment or wherever you live that's not healthy either right that does not help the situation and that's not good in my eyes personally like I think that true recovery and true freedom in your own life and in your own body and in your relationship with food is telling yourself hey you know what I know that I ate a little bit more on this trip or I know that I drank a little bit more on this trip or I know that I had more dessert than I normally do on this trip but you know what now that I'm home I don't have to do anything about it to compensate for that I can just go back to my normal life like I can just go back to my habits to my routines that I enjoy I can eat the same amount of food that I normally eat I can still do the workouts that I like or not work out at all if I don't want to work out like you can let yourself just live normally there is no need for compensating you don't have to compensate for anything that's so important and I've only been back for like 48 hours and that's really something that I'm embodying as well is just letting myself live my life with grace giving myself a lot of compassion and kindness and letting myself just enjoy life like normal go back to my habits, go back to my routine. Sometimes, you know, if you're a perfectionist, what you can do is try to be in this perfect little routine and lifestyle. And then if you fall off, if you don't do something perfectly, you go to the complete opposite extreme, everything falls out the window and F it all, right? But that just reinforces a disempowered relationship with your life. That just reinforces a zero to 100 mindset which is not sustainable and which is not kind to yourself. Like you do not have to live your life this way. And so that is the last important thing that I wanted to mention. As a reminder, if you recently went off of your routine or if you are soon traveling or 
if you just went on spring break and now you're back to your normal quote-unquote life like these are all really important reminders and this is also something that we all have to constantly be working on because when you choose to work on your relationship with your body and with food and you choose to live a life with a better mindset around all of these things as i said triggers are going to come up experiences that activate your disordered eating voice are going to come up your ego the part of your brain that wants to be in control of everything your old self your past self whatever you want to call it is going to get triggered and the most important thing you can do the best thing you can do is observe it is look at it see it take a step back from it and just say i am not choosing you today i'm not choosing to live my life this way anymore and i think this is a really awesome reminder going into this new energetic year you don't have to live this way anymore you don't and you are capable of looking at that voice at detaching from it and saying that is not me that is not the kind of person i want to be that is not how i want to live my life do you want a smaller body and therefore a smaller life or do you want a life of freedom a full life a juicy life a life of enjoyment and memories and fun and of literally everything you're capable of of freedom to do whatever your heart desires of freedom to be unapologetically who you are and to follow bliss and to follow what lights you up what do you want for yourself you have the ability you have the sovereignty to choose so choose wisely i felt so like i am just like taking a step back right now and i'm like this is something that i feel so passionate about and i really hope that my passion around this topic came through in this solo episode and i also hope that it left you with something to think about with something to go into this week with to reflect on and if it did please let me know i love hearing from you guys i love when you message me or dm me or just share something in the geneva group like literally any feedback is always welcome and if this is something that helps you in any way please tell me because it really makes me smile and it really just gives me motivation and juice and passion to keep talking about these things and to keep having these powerful conversations that we need to be having so with that said i hope you enjoyed the episode and i hope you have a beautiful rest of your week i will see you next week with a guest conversation all about romantic relationships and tapping into your power within them i'm super excited for that one i'm sure you're gonna love it and i hope you remember to water yourself and take care of yourself and show yourself a lot of love and compassion i'm sending you a big hug and we will chat soon bye everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.